Why didn't you guys help fight Thanos? Or any war? Or all the terrible things throughout history? That's right people, and welcome back to Films with Amigos. Join us today as we return to the MCU with the Eternals. And joining myself as usual is Sam, our MCU specialist Big Dan, and the Amigo himself, Francis Lee. Five years ago, Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. Sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin. How long do we have? Seven days. We're Eternals. We came here 7,000 years ago to protect humans from the deviants. Welcome back, everybody, to Season 2, Episode 4 of Films with Amigos. It's the final uh, episode in the streak of trying new films. And we went to see Marvel's latest installment in the cinematic universe. And mixed reviews before we saw it, but we tried to go in with an open mind and we went to see Eternals. I feel like this one's been hyped up for a long time as well. I feel like they released the trailer for Eternals about a bazillion years ago. <laughs> what phase and what film are we on now? It is phase what? four, film 586. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, phase four, which includes... Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, the epics. Black Widow. Black Widow. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Eternals. Eternals. But, coming up, Spider-Man, oh, Highway yeah, Home, Doctor yeah, Strange, yeah. Multiverse of Madness, plus all the Disney Plus. Straight Same as they got the weaker entries out with first. In readiness for the big big guns at Christmas. Spoil, spoiler alert that Fran Mark think this one's not good. <laughs> and you might not be alone. <laughs> Does anybody want to give the plot of the Eternals? The red plot down. This, this um, is your state. I'm looking at Ben's paragraph. So, like opening. so the Eternals are a race of aliens that essentially come to Earth in uh, something BC, 5000 BC, is it? To uh, protect humanity from another alien race called the Deviants. That's the only point that they can interfere is when deviants are involved. Not that's Thanos. Hard, that's how to get out of there. Yeah. It's yeah, but I think we'll come around to the logic of it. <laughs> everything it sets up. But that's essentially the plot of the film, and it's about they they eradicate the deviants by the Spanish invasion, the Aztecs. And but they in present day the deviants have made a return. It's essentially the plot of the film, and they have to reunite the the Eternals. Yeah, and the Eternals are created by um, Celestials. Celestials, which are another race of like aliens. But like the the ever ending problem of all superhero universes is Thanos is like this all omnipotent super being who gets these stones and blah blah blah. But there's also 
another omnipotent super being who's also more powerful. But these celestials are like quite literally like giant robots in space. The biggest problem with this is it's so the lore is so like overblown and confusing and it's kind of wreck on it in. Because oh, Kurt Russell's yeah. a celestial, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So. Well, now they're saying he might not be. I've just seen today in the riots going to come out and say, oh, what is he? Maybe you'll find out in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Come see this <laughs> So you just retcon in characters. Yeah. Well, you see these Celestials, I'm sure, in a couple of other things, don't you? Because you see them in uh, one, early, one early Marvel films when they're doing a little bit of lore around Infinity Stones. You see Celestials because they've got oh, yeah. the Infinity Stones on, like, staffs. Yeah, don't they do something to a planet? Yeah. Yeah. So it almost implies that these Celestials are uh, tough super beings, but the stones are still better than them. Because they use the stones. Or they're powerful enough to use the stones. There's a, a dead celestial. Yeah. It's one of the planets, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, nowhere. Nowhere, yeah. Yeah. See me and Ben have been. Got to say, this is all top me already. Yeah. I thought, thought you've seen Guardians, Ben. I thought you should know. It's just a giant skull planet in space. Yeah. It's like one of those heads. Yeah. Okay. It's a head, I but it's head. when you said it, but uh, not, not done the in depth research that both Ben and Sam have. No. Well, I mean, the weird thing is, if you know the comics, Thanos is an Eternal and a Deviant mm. hybrid. Which I thought, I thought like, all I right. thought he were a Titan. I thought that it come from Titan. It's from Titan, yeah. But Titan's just the Moon and Jupiter. It's uh, he just lived on Titan, but all, all all the Titans are Eternals. So no. But and I thought, all right, in the film that doesn't make, that doesn't matter because it's never established that he's a. Uh, Eternal, but then of course in the post credits his brother turns up and says, well, "I'm Thanos' brother and I'm an Eternal." So that that kind of says that Thanos yeah. is also, and then I'm also deviant, so they could have interfered. Yeah. Already they've just blown their own logic. Yeah. The problem is as well, without going into that level of detail, and I've said this with no disrespect, nerdery. <laughs> yeah. For the average viewer, it's like. They're just not going to get all of that. That's the problem. Yeah. What they've established, or what they like allude to in the film, is that the snap has happened. So, in terms of timeline, it gets is, mentioned, doesn't it? Yeah. So there's a few nods back to Infinity War slash Endgame. Well, they also throw in like randomly one bit. They're all talking, and one of them says, "Oh, when Einstein got with four, so he's like four knows the Eternals." But for some reason, at no point does he ever think we should definitely call upon that other super race of beings that have all these powers. Mm. Now, there's all there's all sorts of weird things in there. I, d- I did quite like the idea that when they were like meddling in ancient times, protecting people from deviants, that they became the basis for all Greek mythology, Roman mythology, whatever, because they were like the goddesses and gods of, of those stories. Yeah. Um, some very, you know... They were odd, charming bits were all right. Camille Nanjiani, when he says the bit, when he's been starring in Bollywood films that last like fifty years, and he just keeps saying he's like the granddad, the great granddad, the son, or whatever. They were like some minor bits, but they were very, very minor. It didn't have, it didn't have any like, I don't know, they just they didn't have that recipe of classic Marvel charm. You think like to Shang Chi, even Shang Chi that we all had a bit of like mixed feelings about, still had some like proper grounded comedy. That was funner. Some laugh out loud moments. I feel very forced. Started well. Yeah, super forced. Whereas in this one, all I made a note and just put. I think, um, 
think pretty much every joke except for the one that you mentioned there where he's going through his back catalogue of films and saying that yeah that's my great great grandfather and that's my grandfather and that's my uncle and it's like that was quite funny but everything else fell flat but I think there's just one guy that really really enjoyed every joke yeah I'm kind of jealous of that guy because I wish (laughs) I could just enjoy it like that. Yeah. A guy, he a guy in front of us, he, he oh. did it, didn't it? Every single time he just went, ah, ha, 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 and he was like, whoa. <laughs> like, but he weren't laughing at jokes all the time. Sometimes, like, um, at one bit, one of the characters, like, laser beamed a monster or something or something, but he thought that was funny. He, like, laughed at things that must have been, like, pure comic book super references that, like, he just went nuts for it, didn't it? But just, he just seems to really enjoy it. It's lacking the, but like overall lacking, lacking the, the comedy charm that Marvel managed to get into a few good films, Guardians, Thor Ragnarok, and all those kind of things. It didn't have any of that. It was very much more just. Yeah, think, it, I think this didn't feel like a Marvel film, though, does it? No. This doesn't follow the set formula. I I thought, I can't remember the, the comedian's name. Is it, is it Kumal? Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, I thought his character felt so out of place. In this film, because he, he was he was like the typical super comedy character. Yeah, that you'd find in like all the other. But this film was so serious that his, his character mm. just felt a bit weird, like he didn't quite belong. I also, also his power was finger guns. I have to say that now. <laughs> all these super powered pe- people, and he had finger guns. That's... Yeah, but he also did the, the, <laughs> the. I mean, that was yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but he, but he did also Dragon did... Ball Z, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was um, building power in his palm of his hands and um, and firing. Fireballs, like, yeah, exactly like Dragon Ball Z. What I also loved about that character um, was the fact that I just got, like, Tug Speedman vibes from Tropic Thunder. I just, like, <laughs> with just just the way that, like, his, his character was completely over the top and had all these, I'm probably more referring to, like, the film franchises that he had. Um, and then, so for some reason, the thing Oh, yeah, because what were his film franchise called? It was called, it was like, it was like starring in its second one when they met him on server, yeah, and then yeah. like Shadow Warrior or something. Yeah, Shadow Warrior. Too, I, was just, I was just thinking, like, when, like, um, yeah, beginning of Tropic Thunder, and it's doing all those film intros for, like, the characters. And I don't know why I thought he just reminded me of Tug Speedman. Um, which then, now when I think about it, I'm like, oh, that was quite good, actually. Um, but the rest of it, even the, like, because like you Ben said it, you said Ben uh, the serious turn. So even when characters were like joking with each other, felt completely odd. There's one bit where um they're like reacquainted and Angelina Jolie's kind of like I don't know. A character's gonna be weird. Um, but they also meet with um I think it's the entire ensemble. And they're all sat around a table and is it Sprite that can do the projection illusions and yeah. she changes um one of the characters' outfits. And I think that guy in front of us laughed out loud at that moment. But I was just like, oh, I think in any other film it might have been funny, but in this one, just set up and it never paid off. So any of the, any of the bits that I think were meant to be genuinely really funny fell flat. He was literally the only one laughing as well, wasn't it? Yeah. He yeah. just highlighted how flat it, it how falls. Strange it was, how painful else. it was. Yeah. There's yeah. so many strange things about it. Talking about, the, sorry, 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 no, no, go for it. I'm just going to tell you about talking about like shoehorning things in and like forcing things that just having Kit Harrington in so they could set him up for his own film was like just so annoying. They were like, oh, here's Kit Harrington. He's, you know, 
this Eternal Woman just happens to be dating this one and only guy whose ancestors are, happen to have a cursed sword that will just occasionally drop in like the mildest of references and then at the end of the mm-hmm. film just literally go, here's his cursed super sword. Ta-da! He's having his own franchise. He's marketable. Kit Harrington, you know. In fact, giving him a sword that's almost exactly like Game of Thrones, it makes it even easier to sell to people. He didn't need to be in that film at all. He just needed to have his own film. Mm. Makes me think about this one and the fact that, like, shoehorning in, it was doing an ensemble film. I know the title of Eternals, but, like, no no real lead-up except for those little breadcrumbs throughout the MCU, like, timeline. Um, no, like, solo film to fully set up the Eternals. So you just introduce the entire cast, all the powers you've got to, like, establish all relationships within two hours and 36 minutes. Less because of credits, but it's a lot to get in. But I think the most jarring thing was seeing Richard Madden and Kit Arrington in this film. I like Gemma Chan and, and the rest of the cast. I think even Angelina Jolie, which I thought was going to be like the lead character, but then it ended up going to like Summer Hayek and, and it was like, well, I think marketing set it up as Angelina Jolie slash Summer Hayek, but then it ends up being like Gemma Chan and those two guys um, sort of take a sideline. But for me, it was, yeah, seeing two Game of Thrones characters in one film. And some of them yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was by far the most jarring thing. Yeah. I, I couldn't get over the fact the character was called Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because there were Game of Thrones actors in as well. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. like Cersei. It was like yeah. Yeah. Just can't get any. They just can't get any. They can't get away from. But it's in the comics of Cersei. It's like a basically you just need to not hire Kit Arrington or uh, Richard what's his name. Yeah. Got an eye. And now because those characters are like look exactly like what they did in the in the series, plus the bodyguard. So I just I don't know why I can't not have that Im- image in my head of like, oh, Game of Thrones. It's It was just too... And then for like, Kit Harrington to just play such a small, non-useful character to like the Eternals was... I mean, that was the big... Well, uh, it's, yeah. on, it's on the promise that we'll get into. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. It, when that's yeah. established. Because it's, he, like, his it's his just too close. Black Knight, is that his character? Because this is, this is what annoyed me as well. It was random where that Eternal woman was like, she's probably just looking to your ancestry. And they were like, no. And she was like, oh, we got to go. Demons are here. <laughs> Speak to your uncle. And then later on, he was like, he just like, you know, he just like opened that case to me and he was like, sword and that. And then like, this boy said something and everybody was like, it's Samuel Jackson. Ah! It was in the minds of cinema and that. Oh, no. It was Blade, wasn't it? Was it Blade? Is that what we supposed to That's be? That's what I've read. Blade, yeah. mm. um, Sweet. Because he trains. <laughs> I definitely love that. Now you've told me that, I'm like, that is a banging post credit scene. If I went into the first time Blade coming in. I thought it like because because it, it sounded very much like Nick Fury when he's just like on all those every post credit scene he's ever been in, which is like I want you to join a team. Yeah, yeah, just like everyone like welcome to New Avengers, guy with cursed sword. No, that's crazy. If that's Blade, I do look forward to Blade on. But I hope oh, again, yeah. again, you hope, you hope with Blade and all these new characters that you get. You don't need an origin story, but you need like this first Spider-Man, the first Tom Holland Spider-Man, where it's almost like it is a solo film. Sure, it had Iron Man in it a little bit, but you need like a solo film, like you said with this one. It's just a bit too much. Like here's Eternals, here's Celestials, all this crazy shit's going on. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Also, we're trying to set up Kit Arrington over here, and guess what? Here's our stance. Yeah, too much. There's just too much going on. But not only have you got the main plot, um, and then the the very minor twist of. They're not there to just save the human race. It's to like use them as as food almost and energy to destroy the planet. Spoilers. Um, yeah, 
it's, there's just too much. That, oh, then, you, then you've got the inner relationships and problems and stuff with each and every character, which it tries to establish and give like 10 or so minutes to each, which is too much. Yeah. Especially when you've got none of the groundwork prior to this film coming out. So, yeah, too much. Yeah, because there's a couple of interesting ideas where it just pokes. Just yes. Like, yeah. like Sprite's um, character. Yeah, Sprite, Sprite, this the... eternal trapped in the body. Yeah, and then you just get out of it by just. But you have one conversation. You have like one conversation where you reference Peter Pan, and then just at the end, she's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm betraying you all because I'm sick of being trapped in." But it's out of nowhere because they don't establish it. You're not really like invested at that point. No. Even though I think that's what they try to establish, but then it's because there's just too many plot points and stuff going on that they need to wrap it up, almost like a self-contained story. And then the back of it, it's not Eternals two, it's Kit Harrington in Black Knight. Yeah. Well, I think. Thing as well, I think most of the interesting Eternals actually die. Yes. I think the ones that are left are pretty boring, except for maybe Druig, who I think. Oh, the mind control. Mind control guy, I think, has potential, but we've got a fast person and someone with finger guns. <laughs> yeah, finger pistols. I just can't get over his finger, finger pistols, guns. illusions, mind control. Athena, what does she do? She just summons. I think weapons. she makes weapons yeah. out of the energy, don't she? You got Superman. They've got their own version of Superman. Can fly and laser beams, but he doesn't do anything else. Super strength. They, they all seem to have some level of super strength. Uh, oh, one that can change material, so she can change objects. So there's the bus that she changes into like petals, water. Yeah. Um, yeah. So somehow she changes something to water, and but she doesn't use that to like save the world. It's, uh, it's well, very I weird. Think, I think her character fell really flat. Hmm. Seriously, because you don't really get any understanding why she falls in love with humanity. Apart from she braids a child's hair, and it's like, oh, that's it. She's... What about all of the Eternals, though, just remaining on Earth? Oh, yeah, I mean, it makes no sense why they stay there after they've wiped out the yeah. Deviants. Why, why would they you stay just there? Wait. No, <laughs> no, no, they, 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 they close it with one single line. They go, he says, why have you stayed here? Why didn't you fight against Thanos? And then she's like, We've been waiting to be called home. And it's like, wow, that's it. <laughs> 2,000 years. <laughs> but also, like, oh, yeah. why didn't they fight Fimas? Because they love humanity. Because they're not allowed to intervene, Ben. Yeah, but... The, the only intervening the they're allowed to do is shagging. <laughs> and the mm. second one is, he's allowed to mind control an entire army in the middle of rampaging a city, and they just like, <laughs> like that, don't intervene, he's like, legit. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm, he just mind controls everyone in that city, and they just go... Oh, we yeah. let him off this one time. Also, then he just changes his mind after that. He never like mind controls people again. He just, mm. lived, he just creates a cult. And what was that bit around Hiroshima? Was that that tech guy that, that he created the bomb? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of hints he created yeah. the nuclear and bomb. Then so he had that regret. as well. Yeah. Is it the tech guy, the one that's got the IKEA table? Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh yeah, of course, because he's yeah he's busy building. I mean, to be fair, there. when he says IKEA. Ball collection. I thought yeah. that were a bit decent line. Yeah. I thought they like he delivers that really well. But also he's really good in um, that series, Atlanta, the uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah, that's a good series. He's good in that. So I do like him as an actor. But again, like I like that spot, but it's in the trailer. That's the only problem. That's no, like exactly because they were really running short on material, weren't yeah. they? But yeah, it's just a, there's just a few things in there. But overall, I think it's just the the same problem that when you get like. These super, super, super power people, they don't really have a hope to them. It's like, you know what I mean? Batman's much more interesting than Superman. 
the more the, the more the more space. powers they get, the more the more like crazy powerful they are. They're like they're just less like the more boring they are because there's just nothing that can they're defeat. They're not very grounded and yeah. yeah. And like, to be fair, I thought, I thought Icarus was the most interesting character because at least he had an arc. Yeah, and you understood like. Mm. But Icarus versus the Deviants until you see some of his arc, it's just basically like every time there's Deviants, they're like, oh no, Icarus. <laughs> laser beam of <laughs> laser beam alright yeah you know what I mean what's it season right. like 4 Ragnarok for example I guess his hammer smashed takes away his powers he has to go from journey against power with these he would just like I don't know you will what about fly too close to the sun <laughs> yeah classic why did he have to fly literally into the sun and like cool alright this is a bit where um, so I put two notes down about I had opening sleepy eyes and then I had closing Sleepy eyes. <laughs> opening, I don't really remember. I can't like, believe you fell asleep at the beginning. There was just some opening credits, and I just sort of drifted off. And then, so I don't remember anything other than Kit Harrington. So just the London bit, weren't it? Really? Speaking to the school. Yeah, without that classic thing. Addressing the class, and when she rolls in and they were in a... about, oh, see you tonight. And then all the kids were like, ooh. Yeah, and then they were in a pub in London, and everybody were like, all right, geezer, how's it going? <laughs> like, classic, they do. Um, I don't remember that. And then the last bit was the, the end fight, which we'll come on to, I'm sure, but. Yeah, it's the very last thing where what whatever Superman does that I just gone blank. Yeah, no, he just literally flew straight at so. I'd like you know just a chip. Like, well, just because chill. he's called Icarus and Icarus, the the legend of Icarus is that he's, he's he flew to close the sun and his wings melted or whatever. But he literally would like, I love the legend so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just gonna do it. All right, question for you all then. So, who would you want to have a solo sequel, prequel film? None of them. If I mean, well, you can't get prequel really, can you? Could you see it all? Uh, yeah. Okay. So sequel. Or just a standalone. Like I say, I've been most of the interesting ones are dead. Not really too fussed about the <laughs> ones that are still alive. But... I'm, who dies? Sprite and Icarus. Sprite loses her powers and becomes human. Yeah. Giggle mesh. Is that just because they were a they'll age and they couldn't bother to? Deal with that story, but not aging. Yeah, saves explaining why they created a, a child eternal. In yeah. Place. Yeah, that's very weird. What about? Um, Wouldn't surprise me if Icarus is still alive though. If they bring him back, because mm. essentially they are just created by the Celestials. Yeah. So, so the Celestials can just be like. Order another one. Yeah, they do like three D print them at one bit. You see it, don't you? See three D yeah. printer. Like, oh. a, like a dummy body and then it like injects like yeah, in the... you know a personality and then they just yeah. send them on the way they were like put a Scottish accent in this one <sighs> that caught me off guard when I was just like is that a droid? yeah it's one of the only problems was... it's one of the only problems in my head that all aliens won't have ac- regional accents and then they're like surprise mm. these Eternals literally do I mean why are they even human? exactly because watching a film where like for you know, featureless skin bags. <laughs> they're just like they've got like no eyes or anything. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of got that earth idea. Really, kind of felt a bit too self-centered. This earth, where they're like, oh, earth is different. So every other mm. planet we've destroyed. <laughs> yeah. We never, we never thought anything for those other alien races. Yeah. <laughs> too many eyes. Too many arms. <laughs> yeah. Just these humans. But, but it's like Earth, oh yeah, we fell in love with these humans. <laughs> yeah, we Eternals love all their, we love everyone, they're so equal, unless <laughs> you meet any of these criteria. 
seeing, not interested in seeing a solo movie of any of these characters. What about the Black Knight? Though we excited for. Uh, I think yeah, I, I think I think I would have been well. more excited if it were, but if it were just an origin story that I don't know anything about that Black Knight comic, I just know that it, the the power is passed through a cursed sword because one of his ancestors were cursed and the the curse is in the sword, but and, but the curse gives him his power. Mm. I quite like that as a premise. I think it could be like a cool thing. Could have a different dimensions like other Marvel films, but I just really like just hate the fact that we're in this one. I'm like no no. You don't have to be like some hipster boyfriend to start off with. <laughs> and also the deviants that were just like generic creatures that looked like they were at Edge of Tomorrow. But, but yeah, they look familiar. It went until the end where um, he created, or somebody created, oh, was it when the um, they when were he absorbed? They were that, yeah, they were that, when he absorbs him, he turns into like a pervert dude. And... Yes. Weirdly, yeah, he turns almost human, well, not humanoid, but he's got like human features. And then he then creates different styles or different levels of deviance then they're not just these generic creatures that have all these square bits that look like they're copy and pasted from the same files that they have from Edge Tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah. They kind of get fully thrown under the bus as well as the deviants, don't they? In terms of the plot. Just <laughs> oh, like, yeah. We don't need these deviant things anymore. And it's like, oh, We've got do we just have red herring all along? <laughs> we don't need these. I can't remember like when they said like the, the deviants were created by celestials or something but then like backfired and then, they yeah, they eat, and then they started just eating people. Yeah, again, it never explains why they. Also. Because they've got the, cause they're just like wild animals, so I don't. It never explains. No. It, it kind of like makes it sound they made a choice to like. Rebel. Yeah. yeah. The other problem is as well, this is like a perfect plot, like we were saying in the beginning, Ben. They said, oh no, these deviants have rebelled and they're killing people and we need to eat people. We need people to feed the planet energy when we absorb it. So we'll send Eternals to make sure that these deviants don't kill anyone. But then, like, in that same universe, Loki brings an entire army through a black hole into Earth and kills, oh, like, yeah. a million people in New York, whatever. And they're like, don't intervene. <laughs> and then later on, they're like, Thanos is literally going to kill everyone on every planet. <laughs> Whoa, hang on a second. <laughs> don't intervene, half, though. Half of the population everywhere is just going to disappear for, like, five years. Yeah, because they literally say the snap delayed that celestial in the centre of Earth coming out. I don't quite mm. understand, never really explains how the celestial eats humanity. Like, is it absorbing that energy just as we live? I think it absorbs like the center, the core of the planet, and then the planet just collapses and kills it. But that was my view. Well, it, it says it feeds an intelligent life. I mean, what? Does it just like absorb, like, is it absorbing something? Or is it like. I don't know. Is it when it erupts? Is it just. Sucking all of humanity, I don't know. Because, like, they could just evacuate the planet, these celestials. What, of people? Yeah, if, when, when nothing's birthing, if it's, like, already had enough energy to birth. Oh, I mean, you grab then all the celestial, that celestial just turns up and it, it teleports, like, three people off to six. So purely the like, technology to, to just evacuate all of humanity. Oh, so when, when that one starts coming out of ocean in the film... Definitely create a tidal wave that killed like a million people. I think it's more than that. I mean, that's like every... it's surely it's ruptured the core. Sure, that's, that's way yeah. too much damage. It's yeah, like... like everyone on Earth's already dead. <laughs> yeah, they put the planet's like fucked. I still yeah, can't get over this about a blade. Yeah, it wasn't enough to have like deviants, but now you've got something that has like literally affected the Earth that people are remaining on. Um, 
Because you see, it's head fries up, so that means like his neck must have come out the core as well. You know? Yeah, well, it, bec- it becomes like a big stone statue, doesn't it? Yeah. You just got like hedge, like one shoulder out, like, like a, a yeah, fingertips yeah. and like palm. Yeah, like that's 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 damage to the yeah. If that's not getting repaired, it's... yes, no one can come in. Yeah, but get, just like, vibranium in it. Marvel Universe. <laughs> it is vibranium at all. Patch it with vibranium. Patch it with, <laughs> patch it with vibranium. Contact Wakanda. They'll sort it. I don't know. See, this is a problem, isn't it? You've got this story where it's like another absolute world-ending event, and then they're going to set up Blade, and he's going to be like, "I killed vampires." Yeah. And it's like oh, that, like, like you know, you get suck. Yeah, how, like, how are you going to link into any of this? I think I think they're going to cool. go down. Yeah, I think they're going to go down two routes now. I think they're going to go small space yeah space and all the other stuff and then i think they're gonna go like a mini mysticism kind of yeah sorcery and bed type thing with black like black knight and blade and then you got guardians and yeah and all then, the space people and then you get but um, Gemma chan's gonna return to meet well she's been kidnapped by she's been taken by the celestial hasn't she to, yeah 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 we fell asleep yeah the celestial took Gemma chan Finger gun guy. And... <laughs> yeah. Finger pistol. And the guy who makes stuff. I can't remember any of the names. That's how. No. That's how memorable the characters were. <laughs> yeah. Angelina Jolie. Which she was a Fina. Fina. Think, yeah. She was a Fina. Yeah. But. Oh, Fina. Fina. No way. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is. I think you're probably right. And, and he's gonna judge their memories and come Quite back right. in. Is it? Did he say? He's gonna come back in. Yeah, he's gonna come back to destroy Earth or something. If they if he did fail judgment. Yeah, I like the blade idea of just being blade. Though. I want to just see Wesley Snipes' version, just updated with less shitty blood CGI. Blood CGI. I just want to. I want to remain like Wesley Snipes' blade's a perfect film. Oh, I know. I I think you should do the complete opposite. I don't think you should try and match. You can't match it. You can't match it. You can't redo a blade because it's a perfect film. Not match. Well, except for that, the visual. Yeah, but not everybody's as bothered about design as you are. Oh no, I don't even think you should make him look like. No, but I feel like just in a in okay. So just to like clarify, like the world, like it grounded. No, like I know there's like a world-ending summoning at the end of the film, but it's not that it's not linked to Eternals. This is what you do. You do Black Knight origin film or whatever. Just him, find something that's just in his world. Oh, we don't know comics. Don't know. Then you do Blade, and you do exactly the same. Blade just versus vampires. Then. You've already set up Doctor Strange and Wanda in Multiverse of Madness and it brings Loki back in. And that's all within that demon realm or whatever. And then you link all them five together in some kind of mystic demon zombie vampire thriller thing. <laughs> I can see it. Absolutely magnificent. <laughs> there was one scene that I quite liked and that was the fight in the woods. I don't know why. Like when, when it was about bringing characters and stuff together, I just thought, out of every other fight that was in the film, the one in the woods for some reason to me just stood out as being like genuinely quite good. I like that some of the characters got split up. I like the setting. I like some of the the fact I think it's because the deviants that came weren't just the generic ones from the beginning. They were the ones that had evolved slightly, meaning that they were like a challenge for the team. And then you kind of saw like a bit more of each individual's powers and how they actually like work together. Rather than just bringing Superman, he'll sort it out. Do you know what? Do you know what the biggest problem with this film is? Is when they were like, 
So, the deviants have come back because they were frozen in ice. <laughs> and it was like, oh, we get it. Global warming's happening. It's terrible. Yeah, we're all trying to recycle more and that. Can we just, like, let it go for two seconds? <laughs> we're in cinema trying to watch a Marvel film. We don't need to have another little global warming reference. Can a guy just invent something? Or do you really just mind control people? Yeah. <laughs> Solve global warming. <laughs> <laughs> can't interfere in that bit of either. Can't, can't interfere. But then he finds out global warming released deviants. He's like, now I can do it. Blade's not out for ages then, is it? Since 2023, yeah? What? Yeah. No, it's right. Because they've got, like, they've got so Spider-Man, Spider Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Four, Black Panther, four, yeah. Captain Marvel. Didn't recently delay as well. yeah they knocked a couple of them back a couple of months each I think so full thing like yeah it's a tricky one I think you know we're going off not talking about the film because the film's so bland the film in a lot of ways isn't bad like you can't really at times put your finger on why it's not good it's just that I felt no emotional attachment to any character I felt all action were just so generic and then all of them were like I thought the end was bland because of where it was filmed it's just I think it's Canary Islands wasn't it so it's yeah. just volcanic rock and that yeah. was it it's no just, saying oh, man. Yeah. the ending no saying I know they obviously had to move it away from people and habit yeah, and habit so they can places, have Dragon Ball Z yeah, it was just mm. grey rock that was it and a bit of beach grey rock and then it was like you know they all each use their power one at a time instead of all teaming up to <laughs> fight that yeah, to fight Icarus they're like no instead of fighting all at once We'll let Speedwoman go first, then we'll let Machine Guy invent something, and we'll just do it like one thing at a time. Yeah. It's just to add all those like dynamic elements to make it exciting. Like there's, They're not going to win. There's got to be an element of them failing, I guess. A bit of jeopardy. But also, what happened to Female Flash? Because she was sidelined for like two-thirds of the film. She was introduced at the beginning, and having a bit of banter with um, Druid. 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 Then, just turns out that she spent like a millennium <laughs> sat <laughs> in the ship playing with the toys. Reading books. Reading books. And she reads books so quick that really she did just run out of stuff. I just, I don't get that. Just completely no. sidelined that character. But then, the wor- I think the worst bit, the worst offending bit was at the end where she decided to go on a speed run. Just doing whatever she wanted rather than taking Gemma Chan's character directly to the uh, the mission. Instead, she was like, like busy doing something else, meaning that Gemma Chandling got to have like a solo walk, like literally like snail pace, over the volcanic rock to get to the, the whatever objective that she got when it could have all just been done much quicker. But then that was set up to allow solo time with her and Sprite for them to have that little face-off. They also did that weird thing where they were like, you said, oh, if we all touch hands or whatever, we can like channel those powers into each other yeah. and then then, then, then and then later on she started touching rock and they all just flirted including Icarus who didn't want to give his powers up and they all went and just like you know, it was just absolutely bland it? it was so garbage it's just not good and then I hated that after credit scene with Harry Styles let's it's just get it in right now big spoilers but screw Harry Styles like you know you've made enough money dude just back off now you don't need to be in everything. He's just, he's just a bit distracting, isn't he? Yeah, he's just like, people are just looking like, oh, there's Harry Styles, not there's Thanos' brother, the character, or whatever. Mm. And also, there were like, that really weird CGI, um, like, 
I think space, it's space troll. Space troll, yeah, like space troll. But like the CGI, were like, oh, it looked really cartoon. It looked yeah. so cartoon. I, I imagine that was potentially very rushed. Uh, filmed. It seems. Yeah, I didn't see. It felt like it was from five years ago or something. Yeah. How that looked. Do you remember they had that duck? They had that duck yes. character in one of other That's exactly what I was thinking. It felt like the exact people who did the duck did, did that character. Is an afterthought. You've got the rest of the film, right? What can we show on him for a, to make an interesting post credits? We've got Kit Harrington sword. That was easy because we'll just have a voice. How did that sword look in that box and that? It looked legit. It looked like a legit post credits thing. And now you find out that was blade. That was blade. <laughs> like what? And then you're like, wow, that's so good. Now I made him like that's so good. But, unlike, but don't, you just see Trollman straight after and you're like, yeah, he could have been. Maybe they could have just like hid him in the shadow so the lighting didn't have to be as. So you didn't get to see the CGI as much as mm. we did, and it might have worked better. But then you could have just had an actual actor do it, rather than this weird CGI, and then follow that up with like Harry Styles. Um, Peter Dinklage, yeah. when he was a dwarf in the Infinity War. Yeah, just get an, an actor in properly, some prosthetics if needed, but then at least it just makes it more realistic, because you're distracted by that, then it's a double distraction. When Harry Styles rocks up and you're like, oh, I knew I'd read an article about this. <laughs> Why is he in this? It don't make any sense. But yeah, worst post-credit scene, I think, in any Marvel film. Not just because it's Harry Styles, but just because of the way that it was delivered. Also because it's Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find it, Dan? Because, I mean, you, you've not been as invested in MCU as we have. You... No. No. Uh, so what, which MCU films have we made you watch the podcast? I think, I think I'm... Uh... Fully in with Phase Four, aren't I? <laughs> so yeah, you've seen Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals. Eternals, the worst out of the three. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And whoa, yeah, obviously, I don't know where it's meant to fit in with everything else. It's like just seeing it as a film, as it is. Yeah, it's just got that Marvel thing of like you say, trying to set up too much for further down the line. So it never feels like it's going to end. Feels like they're just gonna keep writing and writing. Never real jeopardy, is there? There's no sort of sense of. It's all too strong. It's all too strong, and there's always a way out of it. Mm. And yeah, it felt. I've not seen Avengers, but it felt like, what would be budget Avengers? These are just like <laughs> yes. the. Yeah. These are the the own brand version. Yeah. Not very distinct characters. All of it. Not the Power Ranger suits are slightly different colours. Yes, yeah. that is it. But budget Avengers and Power Rangers—they were so Power Ranger at times. In the like, it was the, there's a shot of them at one point where they're like on top of a hill or a horizon or something. You can oh, see yeah. a silhouette and you see yeah. Icarus float down. That's so Power Ranger at that yeah. moment. Go go Power there Rangers! There were a lot of shots as well where it was like it had to be a group shot and you had to stand in front of the crowd to like yeah all of them to get a bit of screen time. It was like hang on, I need I need a shot of all of you together right. Let's get a you know a bunch of random population in front of them and just be like right stand and look like a, a band, just a full on group. Just what was the the woman's powers that the the leader of the Eternals? Selma, hey, yeah. yeah, she could heal anything. Oh yeah, yeah, such a great offensive power. I think I think in the comics, the essentially all the Eternals have the same powers, but each one's kind of like a master of a certain thing, so they can all fly. But Icarus is like the best at flying. You can all heal. I'm glad they didn't go down that route because that does sound <laughs> terrible. Yeah, you can all do psychic powers. Uh, 
but Spry is the best at like yeah yeah it sounds stupid it also sounds unconveyable in a film yeah well it's hard to do but the, I think I think the deviants them. are completely different I think the deviants are literally like evil counterparts rather than just wild animals and I don't know too much about it but that's what I've got you don't sound like it you do. yeah just all the details. I'd, I'd, I'd quite like to know if, if know this was actually one. based on a comic storyline. I don't think it is, because if not, they totally stole the plot line of Doom Eternal. <laughs> so the Migos exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> hot gossip here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were the first. Yeah, they. Someone, someone played Doom Eternal over lockdown and, uh, <laughs> and uh, stole, stole the plot. I played Doom Eternal, so I can't comment. But yeah, well, I'll tell you where explain, it's explain it for the for those listening and ourselves right. that don't quite. Because the basic yeah. idea of Doom Eternal is there's a it's obviously hell, mm. but there's a, a an angelic like alien race, and they essentially sacrifice a planet to hell, so they can feed on the energy and create like new life. So yeah. and it's about breaking that chain because you don't agree with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they all, yeah. Because yeah. it's like the, kind of like the base plot line of Doom Eternal mm. in the simplest sense. It's essentially the same plot line as this. Is a, I can't wait just to see race. Disney slap you with that, like, um, cease and desist. <laughs> you may not ever get to hear this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. This can't go out, boys. No. Yeah. Nice. Sounds very similar. Sounds very similar. Mm. Wow, it's been a, it's been a tough one to talk about because uh, to say it's over two hours long, we've we've talked we've talked we've actually covered maybe a grand total of nine minutes of runtime for the film <laughs> because so much filler and fluff in between. But you never get to see too much uh, like the human impact. Right, it's never told from that side, is it? It's I don't always think doing a Marvel film. That's what I mean. Thing. You get from Cersei's perspective, all you get is a scene of her like literally braiding a cow's hair. Yeah, yeah but that's like, some, no, but she has some like bread at one bit, and she goes to she goes to Icarus. She'll try this bread, and he goes, oh, that mm. stupid bit where they like help fixing up a shack in the desert or something. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we're doing doing good work here, but doing God's work, yeah. putting in that irrigation yeah. system. I, crops. I don't this at the beginning. I don't understand yeah, why yeah, you some, she like plants some stuff and puts in a bit of water. I don't understand why you delete the memories as well. Surely you can just make them like. Like Zelots, essentially. Surely mm. you just that, like, yeah, if, if you if you are a mesh or whatever you just call it, you can just be like, oh, I am God. You just do it my will. Mm. Why would you even like delete the memories after every time? Mm. Because Ben, people rebel. <laughs> only, only when it comes to Earth. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, you you know the basic premise of Christianity, but. For all intentions of I know you, you don't care at all. <laughs> so, like, you know, there you go. Free will don't work. For all omnipotent super beings in space, that is. <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah. I think, yeah, similar to what you were saying, Dan, it's it, the budget Avengers version of it. The thing that worked really well about Avengers is not only have you got, like, awesome actors that have established or that are established in their roles even when you get to something like Civil War and you get Tom Holland like starring and and having his first entrance as Spider-Man like that's all really exciting but when you go back to the first Avengers even though Captain America's outfit looks really strange um, compared to his other 
outings in it. Um, the actual ensemble for that one is really, really good because great actors and act and, and the setting I thought was really good, but it's the establishment of all of that prior to that film coming out. So you, you, you know, even like Nick Fiore, just everybody, I mean, Black Widow, yeah, fair enough, she's not got her own film, but it's still, you know, establishing Thor, Iron Man, um, and Captain America, so that at least you've got something going in, and they all have like the enemies, the you know all the the organizations and stuff. Everything is just set. So when Avengers comes out, it just makes sense. No problem um, with this film that you just that you've just created in my mind, which is why does Icarus assemble them all together? Because he he doesn't want them to assemble and to defeat the deviants and stop the rising. But then he assembles them, and then they realise, oh yeah, we've got enough power now we're together to, de- to defeat. Oh this. yeah, because they, they leave... Um... His entire plans are just stupid. Mm. Well, he just has no One thing that I was waiting for was like a really good like theme tune. I'll tell, you another, I'll tell you another problem with this film. Right, and it's that dude's husband. His husband's literally just like, look... When we got together and you told me you were a super being from space, I just knew I just knew someday that you'd have to leave us and this kid. So you, okay. you just, you've been called. Just, just, you do you, go save world. I'm such a cool, relaxed guy that this is cool. Like if you were in that relationship and you were like, "Look, I'm gonna go and save world because I can control and make things with my mind," I'd just be like, "Motherfucker, you're cheating." <laughs> I don't know what's going on. What's his name? Yeah, so I didn't like him either. Babies for life, not just for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were just like, look, I'm out of his marriage and this kid. Good luck. I've just got to go and get this pyramid. Same with, same with that, the Indian ballet. Yeah. He was just like, no, you have to go. You have to go and save the world. You don't have to go. Uh, like, I, I think it's totally cool that he never ages. Hello, uh, <laughs> man. Yeah. There were a few yeah, characters. There was another joke about that guy just filming everything. And then bringing like five hundred cameras just to capture. Yeah, they they were they were trying to get something with I just we didn't quite again. again. That, that was just. Did you catch that? Yes, I was filming. It's like mm. that was like kind of like the normal Marvel humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might work if it's just a normal. Yeah, but it was nothing compared to like Hulk and Thor or. It was Spider-Man nothing compared to the guy Strange. on the bus in Shang Chi <laughs> when he was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a YouTuber." Yeah. I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to start breaking down this fight on the bus. <laughs> Still good. I'll analyse this fight, but yeah. Nothing. Not one bit of it. Like I said about music, that was bland and that's, undistinct. That's just something I, I can't remember anything about, about that. Um, Potentially a hot take, though. All the Marvel music is bland. No, Marvel. Absolutely Avengers. Avengers. There's like one so little bit in the Avengers. Oh, movie. sorry. Are we talking like... I can play a bit. Music. No, but... no. I'm not talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, no, 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 no. We're talking soundtrack. Talking yeah. about... So we're not talking no, no, soundtrack no, no. music. I'm talking like... Original music. score. Yeah. 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 Original Because I was going to say like... The Kendrick Lamar songs in Black Panther. That That's amazing. So good. But they're soundtrack music. They're not... Especially compared to... I think DC does have good music. Soundtrack music. Don't know. Cause For a, what have you got examples? Wonder Woman? Oh, the theme. Like, right. if I heard okay, the Wonder Woman yeah, theme, yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's the Wonder Woman theme. Yes. If you heard the, Mar- if you heard the Avengers theme, I wouldn't know it until it got to that one second riff where you're like, oh, yeah, it's a it's oh, And they play every, like, cool moment. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, little yeah. riff. But that's really good. But that's so, all they've got. They've got that one riff. The rest of the song is just bland. It's yeah, just, fair, yeah, maybe, maybe. 
I give you that then. But that is it's something that you take away from the film, and when you hear it again, you you instantly recognise what it's from. Wonder Woman is good for DC, but then Marvel, the majority is blunt, and especially in Eternals, because there was just nothing, even at the beginning, the fight scenes, there was nothing that like kind of grabbed you. And I thought like when that when that end credit rolls and it says the soundtrack's available on blah blah blah, and you're like, who's gonna buy that? Who there's nothing in this to like even when it, not just talking about the the music, but so just the music aside, but what is the takeaway from this film? What do you remember? Oh, nothing that nothing other than you probably need to watch Eternals to at some point in the future know who they are when they show up in another film. I think you can get enough. You, you think like Dal Celestial is going to be the main plot going forward as well, isn't it? No, but, no, but, that, but this is what I don't understand because I think I thought the new threat was Kang the Conqueror because they set that up in Loki that Kang the Conqueror is going to come mm. and also Multiverse and Madness is all based around Kang the Conqueror so I feel like what they're going to have is Kang the Conqueror is the next big threat but the Celestials is like the one after that but they're like really seeding it now <laughs> they're seeding it super early Oh, so you mean the bit that I slept in where he disappears, so the Celestial that takes some of the Eternals, that's like, right, we've parked that for a little bit, Spider-Man is going to come out. And then we're yeah, going to it's going to strange, more versus And then, dun-dun-dun, 2025, yeah, Celestial yeah, is back. Because <laughs> realistically, you do get that with Thanos. You have First Avengers, then you have Ultron, then you have Thanos. So this, you have, you'll have like Kang the Conqueror, then you'll have somebody else... Probably that um, Adam Warlock or whatever, because they're doing they're doing four and Guardians, and the Guardians are in four, and then four's in the Guardians, so they're like basically doing two films. So I feel like, yeah, look, mm. we're gonna go and watch it all this shit, but this one, no, really. we didn't really need to. <laughs> this feels like you, yeah. you'll you'll do anything, Captain Cookies and Cream. <laughs> Just for uh, reference, Dan was easily taught out of getting a warm chocolate brownie and, and uh, ice cream for what was essentially the world's rock hardest co- piece of cookie ever. It was like a piece of cement. Anyways, it was more entertaining than Eternals, so. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. This is the equivalent to like Captain America's first Avenger film. Yeah. But then potentially the sequel, Winter Soldier, could be, you know, Eternals could come back. Because they did say Eternals will return. They could come back with their Winter Soldier and it'd be like, damn. Nah. Russo brothers, isn't it? He's interested in any of the Eternals that are left of it. If you get this film to Russo brothers, would it have been different? Or is it just the characters? Is is it the premise of the problem or was it the filmmaking? I don't know. I mean... I thought it looked alright. A lot of times I thought I understood what the director was going for. They obviously wanted to make it a lot more um, I'm going to say the word philosophical. I think we're going for like a more like grand, a grandeur kind of thing. But there was just no, there was very little plot. Yeah. And it was just overblown. I mean, the, the problem is they started having flashbacks before there was even like a plot established. Mm. So you're having flashbacks to characters, but you're like, well, what's the plot? What's, what's going what's gonna to happen? What's, yeah. Yeah, and like I say, there was just there was just too much too much going on that you only ever touch the surface of things, and you never really got any anything in depth. Stuff you could have saved for too many characters. Two. 
But yeah, like you said, the I think what you've mentioned yeah, is a valid point that with what's left, would you be forced? No. So yeah. There you go. Very blunt. That's it. I see these scores. I see these scores. Come on. Who's gonna go first? I think we should go it. Oh no, I think we started with them last time, but I was just thinking like MCU specialists to go first. You want to lay down the benchmark? I'll lay yes. I'll lay down the benchmark. Alright, oh, yeah. Go. I think Ooh I'm gonna go with four point five. I feel like I feel like it's not the worst film that I've ever seen, but I feel like it's the worst Marvel film I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of Marvel films, so it's definitely going down there. So 4.5, don't need to justify what we've talked about. I'll go next. We'll just go around. Oh, we'll end on the MCU specialist. <laughs> All right, see, my, I think I was going to go a little bit higher, but I think actually we may have talked about it. It's a 5. 5 out of 10 for this one. Uh, I can't really think of anything other than... I slept through it. In multiple places. Yeah, mo- normally, you know, I, normally it's tail end, or maybe even just like the middle when not much is happening. But to end, to sleep. The beginning's the, impressive. Yeah. Beginning, <laughs> but then also the end. But I think that's kind of like, just because it ends up being like a, well, I was going to say a CGI mess, but it wasn't because it was, it was the characters like doing the superhuman stuff, which required a lot of CGI, but it wasn't like other films where the entire environment's fully CGI. Like, I think there was, just, there was an element of, like, real world, but then I just, yeah, I think it was, like, right on the beach, and I think, Dan, you mentioned earlier about it not being populated. It's just a very bit like the film, just a bland fighting arena, um, which meant that it gave room for um, Icarus to just fly around, and and then it was obviously a perfect landscape for the uh, the celestial beings to be rising because it weren't like having to be a crumbling city, it was just a bit of water. And... <laughs> so <some> people die. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so yeah, it's a five. Um, but I think when what we, what we said right at the beginning was going in with an open mind because the reviews were a bit mixed, but I think they were mixed for the, the wrong reasons. So I was hoping that meant that it would lead to getting all the the, like, the stuff that's not actually related to like the plot or the effects and, and what the team are going to do and what the, the enemies are going to be like. And then just thinking it'd be a really cool action spectacle, but nah. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. I don't even think it fills in... Um, it's not like a necessity to... to, like, cap or, or bookend the MCU. Or even to tie in what's going to be coming in Phase 4, because Phase 4 at the minute has been... I was going to say lukewarm, but... Just, I could have passed on all of these. Like so, even Kit Harrington, I feel like if they do a Black Knight film, you still could watch that without watching Eternals and still probably yes. like get him as a character. I think you're getting Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, that that in itself. Um, so yeah, that's... What's, what's he going to reappear in then? Something that's planned already? Hopefully not. Well, well I don't know, obviously. Eternals he would, he would think uh, that, uh, Guardians 3. Come on, then, give us your score. Yeah, so that's that's it. Um, I will say I was it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be from the reviews. Um, 
Was that partly down to the director? Most of them bad reviews came in. Was that also, a weird, weird choice? There were all sorts of theories about the reviews, weren't there? She won the Oscar, didn't she? Yeah. But she's only ever done indie. And not it's the third films. film, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, although I'd, 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 I'd potentially put the fault more in the script writers. And again, it's some script writers who've only done like two films. Um, I'm going to say it was better than Black Widow. Oh, absolutely not. Whoa, That's stupid. No. That's just stupid. I think um, all three have been there. You've yeah. shown your inconsistencies here. So bad. Can you remember what you scored Black Widow? That's yeah, that's okay. Quest, that's the question. Um, no, I, I think I'm going to give this, um, I think, a five as well. Um, it's just a very, it's just overblown, confusing mess. That I think will be fairly forgettable. It doesn't surprise me it's the worst scored audience Marvel film as well because it's, it's not got all the normal mm. Marvel bells and whistles that I think appeal to kind of like the mass audiences. Have any of the three that have come out so far? Like I don't think any of had it. Oh yeah, I think Black Widow and Kang Chi were just mar- typical Marvel films. Mm. They, they, they were that Marvel formula. This one, it's a shame this one isn't that good because it kind of breaks out the formula. But it's just... But it just shows it. you, doesn't it? It just shows you that thing that the, maybe the formula isn't the problem with Marvel. There's some, there's some things with rinsing, repeating um, the old formula, but the comics are the same. Like the source material is all the same. All superhero stories have got the problem. It's not the fact that it's not the Marvel films. It's just comic books in general, and they have a lot of similar themes. But but Marvel churns out so many films, so seeing that same template yeah, again so and again is probably so many so good ones. Like up until this point. Oh no, there's been. And I, I think, think there'll I think be all, some all other the, good ones. All but... the Phase Four ones have been a bit disappointing. Yeah, they have been a bit disappointing, but. Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, come on down, watch the score. I'll make it quick. You don't have to make it quick, you've got two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 for the guy that was a row in front of us. <laughs> wow. if, he, if he was scoring it, 10 out of 9. 10, but I 4 for me, so 4. It's just bland. Yeah, I think it will be very forgettable. Mm. Just bland. It won't be forgettable because whenever you, whenever people rank Marvel films, it'll always be that worst that's, one. That's the benchmark. It'll yeah. always be down yeah. at the bottom. Oh, I'll always get that reference, and then all the rest will just sit in the middle. Yeah. You can at least go. So no, yeah. it wasn't as bad as Eternal. So. <laughs> nice. Well, not quite the uh, the merit that they wanted, but not a amigo recommendation. There, I don't think. No, it's not an amigo no. recommendation. Now that let's just out of the four film, four film, new films we've watched, we've watched Bond. We've watched French Dispatch, we've watched Dune, and we've watched Eternals. We've had a we've had a little bit of diversity in what we've watched, and definitely this is a, the worst one out of the four, no doubt, without a shadow of doubt. Yeah. For Top. me, Dune. Mm, probably. Yeah, yeah, I would say Dune. I would yeah. say Dune. Then I'd say. But Bond. is it followed by French or Bond? I'd say Bond. I think that's. I wish it was Bond. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was Bond, and I think that's why I'm saying it's Bond. <laughs> yeah. But maybe it isn't. <laughs> maybe it's French Dispatch. But then okay. again, but French Dispatch, it's it's not. It's not. Grand That's Budapest. not a bad film, but it's yeah because Grand Budapest was so goddamn good. Well, <laughs> we'll be back surely with uh, a new run of versus films. We need to. We'll be surely picking them after we come off. Uh, come off the recording, but 
Should we wrap it up there? Yeah, you've got 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so goodbye from me. See you next time. It's all right. Adios. <laughs>